After hearing this gospel reading, each of us here should take a moment and let Jesus' words sink in. What is your raw response to Jesus' commands, to Jesus' fulfillment of the law? How do I respond to Jesus' command to cast anger completely out of my heart? To cut all ties to lust out of my heart? To recognize that in Christian marriage, each spouse commits to an indissoluble bond that does not allow for divorce and remarriage? And the call to live so committed to my own word that I do not need to invoke an oath for another person to believe me. Ponder these for a moment. Oftentimes our response to these statements is an attempt to ignore them in some way, right? We try to look past these commandments of our Lord and we fall into that trap of thinking that God is simply too merciful to require this of me. So we just skip the Sermon on the Mount and we jump right to the end of Matthew's Gospel where we're told that Jesus shed his blood for many for the forgiveness of sins. We say, Jesus couldn't require this of me because he's already forgiven everything. Another response that's especially common in Western society is one of anger. And when we respond this way, we demand God to prove to us why we should accept these commandments. We see in this response that we begin to think of God as an exacting judge who's simply trying to stick his nose in places where he doesn't belong. Perhaps your response was similar to one of these. Perhaps your response wasn't as strong as those I described, but there's still some temptation to attempt to avoid these commandments for some reason. Maybe there's a wound in the past that gets in the way of accepting it. Maybe we simply struggle to see ourselves as capable of becoming this good. In each of these situations, the root of the problem is that we simply see these commandments as impossible. We say to ourselves in the Lord, this is a hard teaching. Who can follow it? This is the mindset that Martin Luther adopted when he rejected the church's teaching on grace and salvation. See, Luther thought that it was impossible for humanity to be restored and strengthened, to actually live the Christian fulfillment of the law. Luther concluded that humanity is simply too far gone. And what Jesus accomplished for us on Calvary didn't change us, rather the crucifixion, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ simply covers over our weakness, and he hides the baptized from the judgment of the Father. As Luther put it, we who are baptized are simply snow-covered dung heaps. This view has a major flaw in it. Because it says that each of us is too broken for God to heal. And this is one of the reasons why the church refuses 
each and every day to accept Luther's teaching on grace and salvation. Because Luther tells us that Jesus' commandment is impossible. But what does Jesus say? Jesus says to his disciples after they question him on a hard teaching, For God, all things are possible. He says to his disciples, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you besides. He promises that we will receive the Holy Spirit as a result of his ascension. And St. Paul tells us that we have become a new creation in Christ. And these commandments, Jesus is not calling us to the impossible. But he's showing us what is possible when he enters our hearts. What is possible with his grace. Jesus shows us what we can become. Brothers and sisters, because of Jesus Christ, because of the gifts of grace that he makes available in the sacraments of his church, we are capable of these things. We're truly capable of being reconciled with our brothers and sisters. We're capable of letting anger dissipate and form true friendships. We're capable of driving out that lustful desire to use another person for selfish gratification and begin living relationships and marriages that truly seek the good of the other. We're made capable of these things because the new covenant that Jesus Christ established at the Last Supper and on Calvary is written on our hearts. Yes, there are difficulties to overcome that we have to overcome to live this transforming love of Jesus Christ in our hearts. But he has promised that it's possible. He has promised that he will make us anew. So when we approach the Lord in that great sacrament of his forgiveness and confession, take these commandments to heart. Allow Jesus to show us where have those desires of lust, those spears of anger, or that self-serving pride entered into the desire of my heart? Where have I loved those things instead of Christ? And this opens the door of our heart. This allows us to return to recognize the fact that God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit dwell completely in the depths of our hearts because we are baptized in him. We are made anew, and his light shines in our hearts. And as we come to receive Jesus into ourselves in Holy Communion, do we believe that he is capable of transforming our hearts? Not only giving us what we need to live these commandments, but to do so with joy. Jesus has promised us that when we entrust our hearts to him in his sacraments, he will transform us in the burning love of his most sacred heart. He's offering us today this life-giving grace. Do we trust him enough to turn our hearts to him and accept this grace.